missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Factor Bullcrap Shaw, what do you know about drinking beer? I'm pretty good at it. You uh, you've been doing a bit of beer drinking this weekend? Yeah, you bet. It was the weekend after all. I like beer. It's good. <laughs> beer is what I like. We drank beer. Drink beer all the time. It's the beer that I drink when I drink beer. <laughs> Factor Bullcrap Shop Beer. Okay. National Drink Beer Day here on the Morning Sickness. Let's see what you know about drinking beer. On Family Guy, Peter Griffin's favorite beer is called oh Duff. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I think that's true. No, that's uh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. It? Sorry. Oh, man. I know. Homer drinks Duff. Yeah, right. Peter Griffin drinks Pawtucket Patriot Ale. Oh, jeez. Come on, Shaw. Factor Bullcrap Beer Edition on National Drink Beer Day. Guinness yes. is the oldest brewery in the world that's still making beer. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I will call Bullcrap on that. The oldest continuously operating brewery in the world is in Germany. It's called... Oh, here we go, Shaw. I wish Hannah was uh. here. <laughs> By Hunstefan. Oh, sure, oh. yeah. Uh, it was founded in the year 1040, 980 years ago. Guinness was founded wow. uh, in 1759. So they uh, they got a few years on Guinness there. But you got that one right. And, man, imagine if they move some, like, brick down there in the basement. They're like, hey, look at this four-pack. You want to open it up? <laughs> Not in 2020. Wait till next year. Factor Bullcrap Beer Edition on National Drink Beer Day. Anheuser-Busch put out a beer for kids in the late 1800s. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Um, you know, there's some are doing beers for dogs now, so why not kids? I'll say fact. It was 1.9% alcohol. They sold it as a nutritional drink for kids and also as a tonic for pregnant women. Well, there used to be cigarette ads for yeah, pregnant women. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, hey, smoke these, pregnant lady. They're good for your baby. Factor Bullcrap Beer Edition on National Drink Beer Day. The Dutch word Heineken literally translates as fun, light, Drink is that factor bullcrap? Oh uh, boy, yeah. Um, uh, fact. Uh, Heineken was just the founder's name. Twenty-two-year-old Gerard Heineken convinced his rich mom to buy huh. the first Heineken brewery in Amsterdam back in 1864. Pretty good investment, then. Yeah, it worked out well for him. Last one, Shab. Beer edition of Factor Bullcrap on National Drink Beer Day here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The strongest beer in the world. Yes. Has a higher alcohol content than Jack Daniels. Is that fact or bullcrap? I will say fact. Hoo-ah! The world's newest strongest beer was unveiled this past month. It's called Strength in Numbers. 57.8% alcohol. Jack Daniels, by the way, 80 proof, so it's 40% alcohol. So uh, I think uh, the Utopius, which yeah, is the strongest you... beer that I've ever had, mm-hmm. is uh, 28%, I believe. So, yeah, then it's uh, almost double that strength. Ooh, uh, of, yeah, that sounds... Better uh, sit down with that one. Well, that's a sipper. That's It's more like a liqueur, though, at that mm-hmm. point. It's not, you don't really right. drink it like a beer, no. but... Uh, I would like to get my hands on some of that. Strength in numbers. I bet it's expensive. I bet it's expensive. So you got three out of five, Shaw. Not too bad. Hall of Fame numbers. Thank you. Enjoy a beer later on today on National Drink Beer Day. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content. 
that I think they should have. I think I'll take a beer. Beer always calms everybody down. If you buy me a beer, I'll see what I can work up. Make every word beer. And hold in much beer. How about a beer? I like beer. Played one gig, got drunk, sold our instruments to get more beer. Yes, we drank beer. Take a beer and two olives to stuff in my ears so I don't have to listen to any more of these people. Still like beer. You know what? I shouldn't have had that eighth beer. I'm always good for a beer. We drank beer. We like beer. National Drink Beer Day today, Shaw. Well, happy day. You still in the fest beer? I am, mode? yeah. Yeah. I just picked up a whole bunch yesterday at the uh, grocery store. I wanted to make sure I load up because the season comes to an end quickly now that Oktoberfest like all is All of a sudden, over. it's gone. Yeah, now it's... And then it moves into another season, which I like, porters and stouts, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I definitely enjoy fest beer season, and so I'm going to grab a, a bunch more, I think, this week as shelves start to thin out on mm-hmm. the fest beer. I wish you could get it all year. Like Me if, too. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we're evolved enough now that, like, I understand you don't want to devote too many of your barrels to best beer, but can we, like, have some of it on the shelves all year long? Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like the shandies and the... You know, and the seltzers and all these, they're around all they're the time. Why constantly. can't I get a fest beer? I think you can get Hawker Shore Oktoberfest year-round, but okay. that's the only one I'm aware of. It'd be nice to get one in, you know, May, right around my birthday, mm-hmm. unless I just find one in the fridge. Better stash a sixer. Here's some reasons why you should drink more beer, Shaw, on National Drink Beer Day. Because it's delicious. Top reasons you should drink more beer. Kay. It has antioxidants, which are like a thing you've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I think good. they're good for you, antioxidants. I think so. I got to say, that's a brilliant marketing campaign for that new seltzer. Sure, there's a lot of seltzers, but ours has antioxidants, right. so why not? It's like, we don't have anything other than that going for us, but might as well drink this one. Uh, top reasons you should drink more beer on National Drink Beer Day. Yeah. Uh, nobody on your Zoom business call can smell your breath. Nope, so that's true. Well. So put in a <laughs> coffee mug. your glass mug. hidden on the side. Coffee yep. mug. Put in no a idea. coffee mug. Yeah, that way no one will, will be wiser. Uh, every time you crack open a PBR, an angel gets an AR-15. <laughs> what? America. Right, Shaw? No? I love PBR. I got to be honest. Give me a tall boy. But I only like the tall boys. I don't know why. They taste the same, but it right. just seems to be something you should drink out of a 16-ounce can. Yeah. It's like, look, man, if I'm going to drink a PBR, I want 16 ounces of it. I don't want this measly little 12-ouncer. Some sort of geek really thought this thing up. It's yeah. <laughs> 600 pounds of men here. Uh, top reasons you should drink more beer. Uh, it's good for your bones because if you're home drunk all the time, you're less likely to break any, right, Shaw? That's true. Unless you're one of those guys that says, hold my beer and watch this. Mm-hmm. Don't be that guy. Uh, everybody knows the best way to combat a gluten intolerance is by teaching it a lesson, Shaw. <laughs> teach, Here's some gluten for you. Teach that gluten intolerance a lesson by drinking a lot of beer. Uh, a couple more of the top reasons you should drink more beer. Drinking a ton of beer gives you a lucrative side hustle recycling your empties. Right. Right, Sean? Nicola can in Iowa. Yeah. Well, you could really pay your mortgage with that down there in Iowa. Top reasons you should drink more beer. I drink tons of it and look at me. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Bad example. Sorry. Bad example yeah, on yeah, that yeah. one. That was not. Look away. Yeah, look away. <laughs> last but not least, Shaw, top reasons. You should drink more beer. Uh, read a single headline from 2020. There yeah, you go. That's all you need to know. That's it. Mm-hmm. 2020's happening, so just drink the damn beer. Right. Much like purchase the damn concert tickets, drink the damn beer. Don't right. say no to the beer. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. I like a cup of black coffee after a meal. I'm amazed at how impossible this is for me to communicate. I don't think I could say it any more clearly. Would you like anything else, sir? Um, yeah, I'd like a cup of black coffee, please. How'd you like that coffee? 
how would I like the black coffee? Can you put it in a cup? Yeah, don't just splash it on my face. Would you like cream and sugar with that? Is it black cream? If not, I'll take it blackity black black. Um, filled with blackness, devoid of all light. Think of the blackest thing you can imagine and double that blackness and take a black magic marker and fill in the gaps and put that into a black rocket ship and shoot that into the depths of black space and close your eyes and use that as a reference. <laughs> I can't find the work. National Coffee Day, your boy Brian Reagan know, talking about trying to get some <laughs> just a cup of black coffee. I don't black want anything coffee. else in it. A lot I of places want- doing uh, specials, if not free coffee uh, today. You can check online or check the app for whatever coffee place you're visiting. Coffee number one, by the way, in regards to our early morning habits that help us wake up. Definitely not the first thing I do. We've got a programmable coffee maker, Shaw, at mm-hmm. our house, which is just wonderful because it just starts and does its thing, and then it's ready to go. You just when have I'm... to fill it up the night before so it's ready, right? Yeah, which is good for me because I've got crippling OCD. So being able to <laughs> pre-plan my coffee for tomorrow is great, knowing that it'll be there and ready. But uh, coffee, number one. Brushing your teeth, number two. Some people just that overnight. That makes me wake up. Mm. Some people that overnight well, funk. I like, yeah, I mean, I, didn't. I don't like to brush until after I've done coffee and some food, and then I'll brush uh, here at work, uh, usually around, I don't know, 4.30, quarter to 5. Glass of water, shower, brush teeth. Shower number three. That's the first thing I do. I get out of bed. Glass of water. I go downstairs, shower, get in the shower. Brush teeth. I stand there in the darkness for several minutes. <laughs> Just uh, no lights either for me. I'm not a big, uh, some people... Like, I get out of bed right away, Shaw, and I get going. I'm not a snooze button guy. My wife will hit the snooze several times, but uh, I also don't want lights. Uh, I don't like to wake up in in the daytime. I prefer darkness of night. Uh, washing your face with cold water. Some people wake you up. definitely wake you up. Maybe it's a skin-related routine type thing, right? Isn't it good for your pores? Uh, you open them up with the hot water, and then you close them all up with the cold water. Uh, turning the lights on at number five, again, not a thing for me. I'm just a uh, no dark as possible. Drinking a glass of water, number six. Number one. That's the first thing you do, huh? I get up, and I drink a glass of water. I go to the refrigerator. Does it matter how many glasses of wine you had the night before, or is that every no, day? No, it's just an every day. I, usually, I have a glass of water on my nightstand, so I my yeah. phone goes off. I grab my phone. I get my glasses. I drink my glass of water. But if not, I stop in the kitchen. Yeah, For I've sure, got a glass of water one. on my that's nightstand. Shall you do the nightstand glass of water, or do you do something else? Number uh, one. I have a bottle of water by my bed, yeah. Yep. Okay. Number uh, one. Number seven on the list of ten things that help us wake up, according to a recent survey of people, watching television. What? Hmm? Some people turn it on, get the news right away, I guess, you know, like oh. having it on in the morning when they're yeah, making I, breakfast. I don't know. You see TV and, and movies and commercials and everybody looks like they have a great morning. And it's like, aren't these people trying to get out of the house to go to work? Uh, scrolling through social media. Nah, I wait till I get to work, at least for that one. Yeah. That's number eight. Nine, go for a walk. I don't know huh. if, if you're retired, maybe. <laughs> Or if you get walk, your blood to, if you walk your, to work, get your blood flowing. I get that. Uh, or maybe you got to take your dog time, out. I, we're not doing that. There's a guy that walks his dogs at like three and it's super weird. And I, I'm not, I mean, do you, man? I'm not trying to say you can't walk your dogs at three in the morning, but it's just, you don't expect anybody to be out 
Right. And then as I'm backing my motorcycle out of the driveway, I kind of catch it and I'm out of the corner of my mind like, whoa, there's that guy. And uh, listening to music, number 10 on the list of uh, 10 things that help us wake up every morning, according to a recent survey. But drinking coffee, no surprise, number one. So crank up the radio and you'll wake up and be ready for work. National Coffee Day, Shaw. How do you take your coffee? I put a little creamer in it. Yeah. Flavored creamer. Me too. Not flavored. Half and half. I usually, we've got the flavored creamer stuff in our fridge, and uh, I like it sweet and I like it light, but I also like it strong, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not one of those foo-foo coffee drink people like Gene. What is it, Americano with skim and half? If I'm going through the drive through of a coffee place in the afternoon, I'm getting Listen a iced vanilla latte, half sweet. It's not that. that believe me. I have that. my girl. I want to... This, that, and the other thing with some, you know, like sweet cream foam thing on a pumpkin lot. It's like, it's like holy nine words moly, jeez, Louise. Mine is easy. All right. National Coffee Day. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. What would you say is the most mundane chore you got to do, Shaw? The most, most boring, mundane. Mm, Vacuuming is pretty boring. Yeah, you don't get a sense of uh, accomplishment from doing the I vacuuming. I hate dusting. I like dusting hate is it. number one. I yeah. hate it. it. If there's anything I would rather, uh, I'll, I'll clean a bathroom. You give me a bathroom, yeah. I'll scrub the heck out of it. I yeah. hate dusting. Dusting is huh. the worst. Moving all the little thing, you yeah. know, you move stuff and yeah. you. Ugh, yeah. ugh, ugh, hate and it. it. Get, and it's everywhere. There's it's nowhere dumb. that the dust is. I hate that. You know what I mean? And just when you think you got it all, you move no. and the sun hits something right, and you're like, "Where did that dust come I from?" I hate that. <laughs> And then you move some of the dust, and it just goes to a different yes. place. Ugh. Dusting is the worst. I, I would say, I don't know if it's the most mundane, but it's the worst chore. Uh, I, I, For me personally. Yeah, me too. I, I would say that's numero uno. I actually don't mind doing chores, Shaw. There's certain I like ones the, I like more than others. They fulfill the OCD-ness, <laughs> the, the type A personality where like, okay, the lawn needs mode. I get it mode. It's done. Now there's a sense of accomplishment right. and pride there. Taking out the trash, you know, I have a system that I, I, I that really checks a lot of OCD boxes for me. A system to taking out the garbage. Well, we have trash in like fifteen different rooms go. now. What? No, go ahead. Well, we have. <laughs> my, there's a bathroom in the master bedroom. There's He's a master all bedroom. These different there's a bathroom in the ba- in the bathroom upstairs. Shaw. Then there's a bathroom. There's uh, just two of you. How full are those waste baskets? They're not. Getting? We only we have, trash only goes out every other week for us because we don't have that much. But I'm just saying, like when it is time to accomplish the duty of bringing the trash out, there is a there's a lot of different areas where the trash is. There's a I got a bucket, a five-gallon bucket with a bag in it for all the cat litter so that it doesn't stink up the laundry room, and then I got to get that, and then there's a big barrel downstairs with a big bag, and everything goes in that, and then there's... Different a, ways, Shaw. There's just, just different just, ways of running But uh, most mundane chore you got to do, Shaw? Vacuuming? Yeah. I mean, I, you see, dusting isn't so bad because you only have to do it, you know, every so often. I never though. do it. I never I do pr- it. I oh. pretend that I mean, it doesn't exist, oh. and then I make someone it's else like an the everyday house thing, you know. Yeah. I hate it so much. Uh, people, uh, 2,000 people asked uh, in a survey about the most mundane chore they've got to do. And ironing, number one. Mm, I don't even bother. <laughs> never. Ironing. Who the hell never. irons? I don't iron. That's not a thing Who anymore. People don't do that anymore. Uh, number two, cleaning the toilet. I don't mind that because it is a sense of accomplishment. You can tell it's done. Right. Well, you look at it and you're like, man, what the hell has been going on in here? <laughs> and then you, just, you clean it. You're like, oh, that's yeah. nice. sparkly. Yes. Look at that. Now I want to poop yeah. in it. You know right. what I mean? Like refreshed. that thing says, it put your good. waste product inside of me. Yeah, that uh, number three, me. dusting. So low on the list. It Hate should it. be number one. It's so boring and stupid Hate and dumb. It. And it's, yeah. Is there some sort of machine I can get in my house, like a Roomba for the air? 
where I don't have to dust, you know, not one of those air purifiers because those right. don't work either. Some sort of better machine, some sort of drone thing that goes around and gets all. Amazon needs to come up with that. Stop with the home security and get me a drone that gets all a the dusting dust. drone. A drone yes. duster. Mm-hmm. Bibbity bobbity boo. Get me one of them damn things. Uh, changing the sheets. Number four mm. on the list of mundane I chores. I like it. I like having fresh sheets. Me too. So, so, yeah, so you again, know that night you're getting in there and oh, it's just it's so oh, great. It's the bomb. Again, uh, with the type A OCD type thing, it just really checks off that that box. It's not like, mundane. That feels good. What else uh, is on there? Washing the windows, I would say, is not fun. Especially if you've got like I a lot like of water stains, you know, where you got to get a, some, you know, a lot of elbow grease. You get those crevices yeah, in the it's window. It's got to get done soon because I don't like to look out at dirty windows all winter long. Cleaning out the fridge, that seems like, again, uh, it's a lot of work sometimes. If you got to take everything out, clean all the shelves mm-hmm. and the drawers and everything. But, again, it's, uh, you know, not okay. too bad when you get it done. Uh, cleaning the kitchen, number seven. I think a full, thorough, moving the washer, uh, dishwasher, moving the fridge, moving the stove. Cleaning the oven. Getting underneath all that. stuff. See, most ovens have a self-clean. Yours no, doesn't. I know, but it does. But then you still have to. Well, you just wipe it out. Wipe it out, and usually when I do that, then I pull it out and vacuum all the dog hair from underneath it and stuff. Again, a survey of uh, a bunch of people asking them about mundane chores, doing mm-hmm. the dishes, number eight. Yeah, now well, that we it's have a dishwasher. so much. I mean, it's that's a daily thing, right? I mean, that's why. Shaw's uh, least favorite vacuuming at number nine and uh. folding the laundry at number 10. My wife has a real problem with the laundry. It's just a thing. It's never going to change. Sure. I don't, I don't bitch and moan about it, but... Uh, it's not a thing that gets done. Well, the problem that I have is that we have limited space in the laundry room already. And what she does is she's got a she's got a cart, like a rolling cart that sits underneath the laundry chute from the closet mm-hmm. upstairs where the dirty laundry goes down into. Uh, and then it sits there for several days until it's full. And then there are several loads of laundry that get done. Uh, of course, there's only one basket, so the, the basket will sit on the floor. Some of it will be on the drying rack. Some of it will be on top mm-hmm, of the dryer. Mm-hmm. Some of it will be on top of the, the freezer that we have down there. So there's just there's just places for infinite it. places for the laundry to be. Uh, yeah, but you don't have to do to, it, right? You just have to walk around it. Right, but it just sits there forever. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm assuming it's like having a teenager in the house where you have to be like, Come on now, let's finish up the process here. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. You know the guy that uh, gets stung by bees and stuff like that on YouTube? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't he do the murder hornet? Didn't he do that this summer too? His, his name is Coyote Peterson. I'm assuming sure there's more than than one of these guys, but the one that I'm talking about in particular is this guy Coyote Peterson. You want to take a stab at how much he earns from his YouTube videos? No, I don't. Oh, jeez. We're in the wrong game. I don't know what we got. We got to come up with something stupid. Something dumb that people are going to watch on YouTube because this is the way to make money now. Doing what we do is worthless. Is you? We have no value whatsoever. Two million. Uh, no, it's not that much, but it is quite a bit. Uh, well, it depends. I guess it depends on how you break it down. But uh, his YouTube channel is called Brave Wilderness. Yeah. Yep, allows yep. himself to be stung by some of the most venomous insects in the world. So not just bees, but uh, scorpions of... and all sorts of other things. Yep. Also tries to teach his viewers stuff along the way, Shaw. He's like a weird version of Mr. Wizard. Okay. Uh, but don't kid yourself. People are there just to see him writhe in pain. He obviously has a medical team there, you know, yep. was, you know, and he's got the anti Look, my arm is swollen. Uh, but it's worth it because his videos reportedly earn him up to $300,000 a month in advertising. A month? A month? A month? 
Do the long play, Shaw. What is that? That's three hundred sixty grand, huh? Or three? That's three three, three and a half million. million. That's yeah, three and a half million dollars in a year, essentially. Uh, if you do the math, they've also made him famous enough to get on the Animal Planet, where he has a show called Coyote Peterson Brave the Wild. I think that's his real name. I would assume so. Mm. If it's not, he probably legally changed it to Coyote Peterson. I don't know. People are weird. They named their kid after ESPN. Remember that? Back <laughs> yeah. in like the 90s, people were Espen. naming their kid Espen. Yeah. And people are just loopy. But Coyote Peterson huh. earning, earning a little over uh, $3 million a year uh, just from YouTube ads. You know what I mean? Like doesn't, and doesn't even have to do anything, right? I don't think when you do the YouTube, they just send you a check, right? Isn't that the deal? You don't have to like sign anything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's based on views and stuff. I, I don't. I have no desire to get stung by things. No, I don't either, but I would for three and a half million a year. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know that going into it. It's not like, here, get stung by this. I'll well, give you I three do, and a half million. I do you start now, with nothing. I, I and do now, now that I know that Coyote Peterson's yeah, he, Maybe out. he's cornered the market. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I get stung there is by no more. Maybe There's he, no more stung by maybe things. Maybe he's getting stung by the bad ones. I'm just getting stung by the good ones. You know, like mosquitoes. and <laughs> You know? Oh, yeah. Who's going to watch <laughs> that? that? Sounds riveting. Yeah, watch, oh. uh, watch one of them big-ass flies land on my arm. Oh, $300,000. All right. See it's you later. no see Man, those things are so annoying. <laughs> oh, there's a flea on me. Oh, uh, my goodness. What do I do? Oh, uh. watch, me, watch me step on. I mean, there's a girl that smashes her face in bread. That's what she does. Did you know this one? The you no. She's, she's uh, I, I think she's I Japanese. I already feel so bad about but the world she basically from last buys night, Brian. You don't need to do this. All these different loaves of bread, and all she does is smash her face in them, and she earns millions of dollars like on the YouTube. Like a good loaf of rye? She's, yeah, like all oh, sorts of different man. stuff. All okay. sorts of pumpernickel? I mean. No. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. What counts as being in a relationship, Shaw? Obviously, um, we're all deeply embedded in relationships, mm-hmm. but let's say, you know, you're just starting out maybe a month, a couple months, you know, like you're seeing a few people, but like, the, what is that? Do you measure it by time or? Um, I think these are mm, uh, think- thing, These are certain things like maybe um, check marks. Okay. You know what I mean? Things right. that, you know, uh, uh, what do they call those? Gene? I'm going to feel bad if I kiss somebody else. Is that the deal? Mm, something along those lines or like, oh, I officially have some clothing at this person's house. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what counts as being in a relationship? You want us to guess? Yeah, shoot out some answers, Shaw. Uh, peeing with the door open. <laughs> Good one. Is, is it on there? That is not on there, but that okay. is, uh, you know. That's a pretty telltale sign, you know. Taking a big old grumper when uh, your significant other is in the in the house, you know what I mean, with the door wide open is definitely a sign that you're very <laughs> you're, comfortable. You're comfortable with each other. <laughs> comfortable with one another, Shaw. You're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely that. Uh, new survey asking people what counts as being in a relationship, and some of the results are, are, are pretty normal. Uh, a time situation, been dating for a year or more. 84% of people say that means you're in a relationship. Yeah, I would say. I think the exclusivity thing, too, right? Right. That's what I would, yeah. Like, look, that, I'm not. This is just, it's you and me, and that's I got thing. rid of all them other hoes, and it's mm-hmm. just me and you. You know, I'm trying to settle down with you. Uh, dating for six months or more, another uh, time stamp. Uh, 72% of people say that means you're in a relationship. Uh, again, agreeing not to date other people, saying, okay, we're going to be exclusive. exclusive yeah. Right. 70% of people say that's uh, a sign that you're uh, in a relationship. Uh, when you both said, I love you, boy, I think there's, that's it, right? Yeah. You're done. There's no coming right. back from that one. You got to move to a different state. Yeah, that slipped out. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, 
you got to pack up your Buick LeSabre and yeah. move to Wisconsin is what you got to do after that one. 60% of people say that uh, that's a sign that you're in a relationship. Yeah, I think that's unless it comes in the first week and then you're like, all right, well, Ooh, cool. We're, we're, no, we're, no, fast. Yeah, we're no longer in a relationship. You may think we are, but we're I'm out. I'm out. Uh, if you have a drawer at their place. We start or with the material a, or things. A stack toothbrush of things or, or anything. Well, yeah. I think toothbrush and it, it, you know is that's a small little item, but it definitely symbolizes what's coming. First, it's a toothbrush. Next thing you know, you don't have any furniture when you get divorced because your wife made you replace everything that you love. You couldn't even move the couch into the garage, right, Shaw? I'm not bitter. No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, here's one, uh, timely, obviously with social media, you change your status Oh, sure. on, on social media. That on makes the, it official the right Facebook. there. Yeah. Facebook official, right? Y'all? That's what they call it. When you change uh-huh. it. What if you got a shared Facebook page? Boy, you, those people got problems. You know what I mean? We're like, it's so-and-so and so-and-so's Facebook page and they're both posting and answering uh-huh. and, oh, that's weird. Very creepy. Uh, number seven on the list of things that count as being in a relationship. 17% of people said you've had sex. That could be the net, like an hour later. Oh, hey, I guess we're in a relationship now. Oh, huh? So we're in the alleyway behind the bar, and now we're in a relationship. Okay, uh, you've been on three dates. That was a long time. What? I think people can't counted that as being in a relationship. Mm, going that's three, still courting, isn't it? I mean, three, three dates, dates with someone. Uh, <laughs> this is weird. Number nine on the list. You've been to their house. <laughs> so right, you're in a relationship. Right, with it's them? been wow. five years. We've been sleeping together at my place. I've never been to your house. This is where you live. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. 8% of people say that means you're in a relationship. Are those the people that hold out till marriage? Is, are those the ones? So it really is a van down by the river, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really love what you've done with the van. Uh, and uh, last on the uh, top 10 uh, things that count as being in a relationship, according to a recent survey, you've been on a single date. 5% of people say that what? means you're in a relationship. If you went out once? Yeah. Those people are crazy. Those five uh, percent of people are nuts. Again. Stay away from them, Sean. Right. I, I used to. You date don't go. You're not in a relationship with them. one date. That mm mm mm. Back in my day. No. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the morning sickness podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. We begin in a village in Russia. Where for the past four years, a woman named Marina Udskaskaya has scrubbed and mopped the offices of the local administration building. Mop, mop, mop. Now the cleaner is long. downing her dusters to move into the boss's seat mop, after mop. winning an election that she only entered in order to get him reappointed. <laughs> so she entered the election. So there's a there's a rule there that you have to have an that opponent. Have to have two candidates. Okay. So this one guy, Nikolai Loktev, has been a longstanding leader of that community. But there was no one stepping up to challenge him, so he recruited the cleaning lady to run against him. The plan backfired when the cleaner beat him by a landslide. <laughs> he thought no one would vote for her and that he would stay in the job. Not the way it turned Oops. out. She got 62% of the vote. Her Whoa. boss managed just 34%. They, were, they didn't even campaign. They just, Anybody but you. Yes, that was the outcome of that election. Anybody so but he's you. legit out, though, huh? Yeah. And yeah. she's in, huh? Yeah. Oh, the man. cleaning lady. <laughs> Uh, this is one way for an etiquette teacher to let someone know they're doing something rude. There's a woman named Micah Meyer in New York City. She's okay. a professional etiquette teacher like at a hotel. How to walk, how to yes. drink your tea, all that stuff. Yep. Okay. She was walking with her young daughter recently when suddenly a guy in a full ninja costume Aww. tried to grab her purse. She wasn't going to let something so uncouth go down on her watch. So she you know, started. If he was a real ninja, she would have never seen him coming. Right. 
She started fighting the ninja, yelling for help. Fought him off long enough for a couple construction workers to run over to help her. Hey, oh honey, my God, what'd you is that do woman today? fighting a ninja? Right. Honey, what'd you do today? I don't know. Fought a ninja. They held the ninja until the <laughs> cops came, and he's now been charged with yeah. robbery. Right, a real ninja. A real ninja would have no. never allowed those construction workers to a hold him down. A real ninja's down at 201 State Street at bar time, kicking out the vent on a like, bathroom door. It was Shaw. Like over a decade ago. <laughs> That's what ninjas do. I'm like, oh, what, what are you, you just doing? Do? I don't know. I'm drunk. I was drunk. <laughs> I Me know. and Gunner were drunk. I know. If that's the worst thing you do when you're drunk, then you're not doing too bad for yourself. <laughs> Kick out a stupid vent. And, a, and I replaced it, so kiss my ass. <laughs> ninja. I was ninjaing. I was sorry. All right? You don't get too many chances to do ninja stuff Careful, down ninja, here. you'll pull a hammy. Though. All right, all right. I will now, by the way. It's yeah. raining. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You and Mary got some frozen pizzas in the freezer? I just picked one up yesterday, as a matter of fact. What kind? What'd you get? Uh, it's a meat pizza. I don't know, meat lovers or something. Okay. You don't care about brand? I was the screaming Sicilian. So, yeah, I like those. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Those, we, get a, we get those from time to time. We, we don't... Focus on one brand usually. We just sort of grab whatever might be on sale yeah. or something that looks there's good. Lots of good frozen pizzas out there. Um, there's no shortage of them. Gene, you got frozen pizzas in your fridge? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, obviously, kids. Do you know what the oldest one is in there? Oh, they're, they they don't last that. Long. I mean, that's a <laughs> weekly buy, pretty right. much. On my yeah, they're not a. We usually like when we go to the grocery store. If we need them, we'll grab four or five, and then they'll be good for a few months. And we'll cruise through them, and then when we run out, we'll get some more frozen pizzas. But uh, you probably don't have any hidden in the back of the freezer somewhere, Shaw, do you? No, I only have one right now. It can get like that, though, sometimes when you have a freezer stuck full of, especially during a pandemic, right? You got frozen food because it lasts forever. And so you stock up and uh, Papa Murphy's wants to know how old is your oldest frozen pizza? Could win you a free freezer and a year's supply of Papa Murphy's pizzas, which are obviously fresh made, never frozen. Mine is about 15 hours old. <laughs> yeah. All you got to do is dig through your freezer, okay. find the oldest frozen pizza you got. So maybe one that got lost in the shuffle, just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and oh, pushed back. Oh, this is a contest for my mother. Maybe it's one of those. <laughs> this is written for my mother. Maybe it's one of those $2 pizzas that you just bought because they were super cheap and you thought j- just in case, Everybody you know, starving and it just sits there and it waits and waits and, w- and eventually you're like, when you're going through a purge, you don't even eat it. You just throw it away because you're like, there's no way I'm eating that thing. Find that pizza. Uh, take a picture of the expiration date or a video. Uh, follow Papa Murphy's on Twitter if you don't already. And then you can post that picture or video. Uh, tag them. There's some hashtags as well involved. And three people will win the contest. if they ha- Whoever has the oldest pizza uh, will get a one-year supply of fresh pizza from Papa Murphy's. You also get a new freezer. And you get a gift card to fill that freezer with all sorts of different goodies. So... Uh, you can go to the Morning Sickness page on the app or the website if you want to read more about this contest from Papa Murphy's. Save yourself from eating some seven-year-old frozen pizza. Yeah, I got no game in this. But if my mom, it, yeah, that, if you didn't eat it a year ago, you're probably not going to eat it tomorrow either. Right. Your mom's got some. Well, stuff. she's got the freezer, and she was a depression kid, right? Yeah, so right, there's so. everything and anything that you can save. And then there's a fridge and freezer in her kitchen. And then there's another chest freezer in the garage. And I don't even want to guess right. at what's at the bottom of that. Right. Like, literally. That's going to be an interesting thing in the next generation of people. 
Not your kids, Gene, because they obviously know your grandmother and maybe some of the depression yeah. thing rubbed off on them. R- sure. But I remember vividly, like you and Shaw, you probably do, our, our grandparents grew up during the depression. And so my grandmother would use the same tea bag 17 times mm-hmm. before she would throw it away. Mm-hmm. And I never got that because my mom would just use a tea bag and toss it in the trash. And that was just how depression people they, were. They, they saved everything, yeah. I mean, there was nothing that went to waste at my mm-hmm. grandmother's house. And mm-hmm. she would tell me all these stories about it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, we got cookies. Let's eat some friggin' cookies. <laughs> Why don't you have any sugar in your house, Grandma? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Do you know what sugar does? To- oh, good Lord. Christmas. I'm getting clothing from my grandparents. I never got anything fun from them. She was the worst. Mm-hmm. My mom will save, like, this. I'm telling you, like a quarter cup of a casserole and put it in a container. Her freezer, I love her very, very much. (laughs) Is that what's going to be the hard part when she passes away is the freezer, not the rest of the house, but going through the freezer? My husband doesn't, if we go there and he wants to make a cocktail, he can't use ice because you can't get to the ice ice. cube tray because all these little containers of weird leftover things all fall out every time you open (laughs) it up. You're never eating that. My grandparents like, you know, also did the canning it. thing, and people do canning. It's not it's not yeah, a they do. solely depression thing, but like my, they had a whole huge room in the and like food that you they would never be able to eat in their entire life. I mean, they were old when I knew them. Now they're dead, but like I mean, they had tons of that stuff. They would can and jar everything, mm-hmm. and it would just and I'd be like, when are we? And they would never bring it up and eat it though. You know what I mean? Like we would never have a meal and be like, oh, here's grandma's pickles. Yeah, nothing got thrown away back then. In fact, my wife's grandmother, uh, had they found in a desk drawer somewhere uh, an envelope containing some pieces of string. It was labeled strings too short to use. But yet they were apparently not too short to save, I guess. But someday you're in the garage. Someday. Dude, man, and you're you just like, damn it, where's that, where's that string? No, that one's too long. I know that envelope <laughs> in the dresser. I'll be right back. I got it. I got you. I, got you. I need shorter string. Aha. Right. Why didn't you just call me? I've got an envelope full of little strings you could have used. What do you mean you went out and bought some more string? That's crazy. <laughs> I got string. There's a depression on. But seriously, though, like your kids, Gene, when they I have know. kids, oh, they I won't know. have that. Connect- they won't even know what the hell anybody's talking about. Well, now we just call for, you know, DoorDash. Or we- a drone right. brings you right. stuff. Right, exactly. You think about I it in your know. Facebook feed gives you an ad for it. It's right. like, all right. Cool. Don't have to plan ahead. I mean, they were chewing on, like, belt straps, right? Because they were made of leather, so they were, like, basically chewing on that to work up a spit. Uh, Anyways, pizza, Papa Murphy's. Uh, if you want to find out more about how you could score a, a year's supply of it along with a free freezer, hit the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Gene, you're probably on more social media platforms than Shaw and I combined. Mostly because you have daughters that you got to keep track of, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, I communicate exclusively with them through Snapchat. Like, they don't text, they don't call, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, that right. is that is the way I, t- like, hey, Ella, dinner's ready. Like, when she's up in her room, Snapchat completely. TikTok, I'm on, as a matter of fact, was watching some videos last night. Shaw, you've got Facebook and... Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. And that's it. Did you have a MySpace when it was I did thing? not, No. no? I had a MySpace. I, I've got a Facebook. I've got a Twitter. I've got Instagram. an Instagram. Yep. And that's about it. And I'm comfortable with that. I don't want any more. In fact, I want less, mm-hmm. especially after watching The Social Dilemma, which I already knew, you know what I mean, about the whole data mining and all that stuff. I mean, we are in the industry kind of. Uh, but uh, it's just sort of one of those things where it's like, I, 
I, I constantly catch myself just looking at my phone, scrolling through Facebook, just looking at memes. I mean, you know, it's uh, kind of ridiculous. I promise myself tomorrow, uh, my husband and I are going to spend some time together, and I'm, I promise myself I'm not going to have my phone available during that time because it, it's ridiculous. I mean, it is mm-hmm. ridiculous. We sat outside for a while last night and yeah. didn't talk at all. Because you're looking at memes. Yeah, and, yeah right. not like at all. <laughs> well, what's what's the next one, right? There's Snapchat, there's TikTok. I mean, there's all these different ones, sure. and yep. it seems like there's a new one every single week. Uh, it's kind of stalled a little bit, I think, during the pandemic, right? It feels that way, like we're stuck on the, the big ones, the TikToks, the yeah. Snapchats. I don't think so. It's all no? churning behind us. Uh, some names for the next big thing, Shaw. The next big social, like social media, media app. Okay. Yeah, next uh, next big one. Uh, here are some suggested names for the next big social media app. Time suck. Yes, indeed. Download the time suck app mm-hmm. and suck all your time. Right. The time you're not spending on the other ones will suck it right mm-hmm. from you. Insta sham. <laughs> As opposed to Instagram, Shaw. Names for the next big social media app that you'll be able to download on your phone to keep you busy. Masker. So you can find out where masks are, right? Nice. Where can, where can you go to be mask-free? Hmm. Download the Masker app and meet up with other maskers. <laughs> <laughs> we might actually need that one. That one might actually need to be a thing. Uh, names for the next big social media app, Kinkedin. Kinkedin, nice. Yeah, so, you know, if you're looking for someone with a particular set Take of skills, you know, you get Kinkedin instead of LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You can see what their, you know, resume is in regards to the stuff they're into. Ooh, we share the same fetish. Uh, top names for the next big social media app, Face Yum. <laughs> mm, I'm going to pass on that one, I uh-huh. think. <laughs> Here's one for your generation, Shaw, uh, for the older set. Thanks. Malarkey Tube. <laughs> no YouTube. That's a bunch of malarkey. That's a bunch of malarkey. Look at this malarkey on Malarkey Tube. I just downloaded the <laughs> Malarkey Tube app on my phone. It's a prepaid with big <laughs> buttons. I, <laughs> so I can see better at night. Malarkey Tube. <laughs> All the videos are two seconds long. I love it. Uh, names for the next big social media app? Spread it. Uh, uh, I like I like the implications, Shaw. I gotta I be honest. Uh-huh. Hey, have you see that girl on Spread it? Uh, Tramp chat. <laughs> Tramp chat. Another one which has connotations. And uh, last but not least, Shaw. Names for the next big social media app? Feetbook. Right up your alley. Oh, that's for me. Bro. Yeah. Screw the Facebook, Shaw. We want feet. I'm getting a subscription. You got to get a, yeah, you got to pay them the yearly. You got to get like the Amazon Prime version of the Feetbook subscription, Shaw. It's like one price for a whole year of feet. I don't even like feet. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you like them so you much. You love them. Oh, you want those feet. You got to we'll have them, We'll get you the subscription. It'll be feet our book. Christmas gift oh, to you. Just you. like your Facebook page, we'll create a profile for you on nice. Feetbook. Really beautiful feet. Yeah, Shaw. All the feet oh, pictures. Oh, man. Can you imagine how much? I'm holding back, by the way, for a Christmas Christmas special. You're getting a Christmas bonanza of feet pictures. He left, huh? Uh, he Oh, he so left, man. <laughs> Start talking about feet. He's out. <laughs> the third time you said the word, he was like, yeah, I'm not so much anymore. I'm going to decorate my toes for Christmas. <laughs> put some garland around the foot. Send him some pictures. Make it real oh. nice. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Oh! First day of October, and uh, it's one of my favorite months of the year. Might be my favorite month. I don't know if I've ever really sat down and thought about it, but there's a lot to do in the month of October, even during a pandemic. Yeah. And here are some things to uh, look forward to in the month of October, Shaw. This should be good. Even in 2020. Number one, candy. Oh, yeah. All the candy. Like 
And now that we're in a pandemic and we're just fat and we have we need it. You don't it, have to feel bad about it. I don't it, have to Sha. feel bad I'll about just it. Eat no. it. And less kids are going to come to my house, so I'll have more candy for me, which Perfect. is what I really care about. Right. A report, by the way, a new report. We talked about this yesterday, I believe. Found out that spending is way up on, on candy. Halloween candy yeah. this year. Even compared though there to last may not be year. trick or treaters, we're spending more in candy. Yeah, so that candy going to be yours. So buy your favorite candy. Don't worry about buying the Smarties and the stuff that you hand out to the kids. Don't waste your money. Get the good stuff. Get the good stuff because you're going to eat half of it anyways. But uh, there's one thing you can really look forward to in the month of October: all that extra Halloween candy. The other thing that we can look forward to in the month of October: Shaw Sportsing. As we know, the NFL is underway. NASCAR playoffs in full swing. The MLB playoffs in full swing. The NBA Finals just right. started last night. They did. We've got, uh, what else we got? We got NCAA action starting, including the Big Ten, Big which Ten will be later this in month. October, yeah. So, uh, obviously, uh, having sports around to keep us distracted. World Series, by the way, game one, October 20th. So, it'll be here in mm-hmm. blink of an eye. Uh, some other stuff that you can look forward to in the month of October. Not a lot of movies hitting theaters. We know Tenant uh, came out. People seem to like it. They didn't go see it, though. But they didn't go see it because <laughs> people are scared of going to the theaters, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But we got the, go dri- the drive-in. We got Maple the drive-in, Grove. Maple Grove venues. We got a lot of places doing drive-ins, which is cool. And uh, that's something that I think, you know, can continue even into the colder months as long as we don't get, like, a huge snowstorm. But there is a new movie coming out, and it's going to be on Amazon Prime on October 23rd, and it's the new Borat movie. <laughs> I like the date is what, 23rd? October 23rd okay. on Amazon Prime. The new Borat. U.S. and A. I'll be watching that. The crazy long title about Mike Pence, and he said it could derail someone's campaign. Is that what he said, right? That was, yeah, that uh, there's some politician involved, so okay. far unnamed, that uh, may be taken down by this movie. Some other stuff to look forward to in the month of October. This weekend, in fact, SNL. Saturday Night Live, Live returning. Live in the studio. No way, really? Yeah. I don't think there'll be people there, but they'll be doing the show in the studio as opposed to from their homes like we saw last mm-hmm. year. Uh, the Bachelorette, if you care about this crap. Uh, October 13th, Amazing Race on the 14th. Shark Tank on the 16th. The Voice on the 19th. Big Brother on the 28th. And coming up later on this month's show, this is the one I've been waiting for. Yeah. Season 2 of The Mandalorian. And the baby Yoda. Oh, that's right. October 30th, Disney Plus, season two of The Mandalorian. Something you can definitely look forward to in the month of October right there, Shaw. A lot of people excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Now, some other stuff to look forward to in the month of October. If you're a sadist and you like horror movies, you can watch three more debates. <laughs> this is Charlie from The Mandalorian. I don't know what the hell that is. That's not. That's Charlie Vice Barris. President Biden, you are holding much smaller events with nobody will show up. Oh, people snap. <laughs> If you enjoyed that on Tuesday night, uh, you got three more this month. The vice presidential debate between uh, Pence and Harris will be next Wednesday, Shaw. And then two more with Trump and Biden. That'll be on the 15th and the 22nd, respectively, as we get closer and closer to November 3rd. Uh, And then, of course, the big one is Halloween. That's the holiday that we look forward to. But mark these down on your calendar, Shaw. You ready for this one? Yes, Sam. This Sunday, there's two holidays. Very important. I don't know why they go hand in hand, but they do. National Taco Day. And National Vodka Day are on Sunday. Should be Tequila Day, shouldn't it? October 4th. More proper pairing. Is Vodka Day and Taco Day. So maybe plan your dinner accordingly. Have a Bloody Mary in the morning, Shaw. Maybe well, for the evening. Something called Sweetest Day is on the 17th. Yeah. Is that a relationship thing? Yeah. Hallmark card? Just yeah. did it to sell mm-hmm. Hallmark cards? Okay. Uh, and then on October 23rd, one of my all-time favorite shots on a Friday. 
So if you're going to go out uh, with a bang, might as well do it by slapping your annoying coworker. Slap your annoying coworker day is on Friday, October 23rd this year. What did the five fingers say to the face? What? Slap. Oh, make sure you say that when you slap right. your annoying coworker. Let him know it's coming. Yeah. But there you go, Shaw. Some things to look forward to in the well, month of October. October's not going to be so bad after all. Oh, oh. I mean, you can always look on the bright side, right? <laughs> right? Isn't that yes. what we try and tell people? That look on the right. bright side? Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. I saw you had a little Zoom call with the kids last night. Yeah, we do that every Thursday, actually. Aww. Yeah, nice so, to keep up. When... So cute to see all the little Shaws get yeah. together. If only Frodo had that technology when he was getting close to Mordor, he could have did a Zoom call with everybody back at the Shire. That might have made things easier for him. Yeah. Could have remembered the taste of fresh strawberries. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys, you guys don't have the kids in the house, so is Jackson actually living with you? No, no, no. He He just kind of visits a lot. He lives in town, but not with us. So he comes over a lot to eat and do lunch. He does exactly that, yes. All right. Gene obviously has the kids at her house. I'm assuming them... Some rules have changed at her place over the course of this pandemic. Here are some uh, answers to a recent survey of a bunch of parents about new rules of the house because of the coronavirus pandemic. What do you think? still have rules, huh? Well, I mean, increased uh, cleanliness is probably... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's, you know, know, there's no more lackadaisical... You know, just come in dirty from the backyard, playing with my friends right. and track mud. and Got to sanitize now. Yeah, you got to hose everybody down. But uh, number one on the uh, rule changes, according to this recent survey of over 2,000 parents, you got to wash your hands as soon as you walk in the door. Yeah. 59% of families try to follow that one now. I wash mine when I get home from work, even though I, you know, wash them here every mm-hmm. time I go to the bathroom or I've got sanitizer here in the studio and I use it. Um, I still get home after, you know, leaving the building, touching a bunch of surfaces. Uh, I'll wash my hands quick before I take the dogs out, uh, even though we don't have, it's just the two of us and the, and the animals. But uh-huh. uh, cleaning doorknobs and other high contact surfaces on a regular basis. Now, when you clean your house, you know, you clean the toilet, right. you clean the sink, you clean the, the floor, the floor, you know, you maybe wa- wipe off the, the counters. But doorknobs, you know, you never mm-hmm. really think it's just like they just sit there. But uh, 49% of people responding to this survey say they have changed some rules of the house. And that's one of them is cleaning doorknobs and other high contact surfaces on a regular basis. Uh, number three on the list of new rules of the house, according to a recent survey, say if you're around a lot of people, you got to shower as soon as you get home. I've not heard that. 48% of people say that. I have a friend of mine who uh, she has that rule where she's got a when you walk in the front of her house, there's a landing there. There's steps to go upstairs yeah. and there's steps to the basement. Uh, and everyone that comes in has to go into the basement, whether they live there or not, and go clean themselves off in the bathroom in the basement before they're allowed to come into the rest really? of the house. Oh, okay. yeah. She's real particular. Pretty rigid. Uh, and number four on the uh, rules of the house that have changed because of COVID, according to a recent survey of over 2,000 parents, wiping down packages before you open them. Yeah, I haven't done that. I haven't done that either. No. I, I And I know that there's some fear there, but uh, I've never really felt all that concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my wife works with somebody that whatever they get in the mail, packages or, or mail, or they put it in a room for like 24 to 48 hours before really? they open it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Um, Guess I haven't gone that far. Some rules that parents have let slide since the uh, pandemic has started. <laughs> sure, you can play that Xbox. Right, yeah. Uh, a lot of that. Uh, eating in front of the TV, that's right. become a thing, obviously. Letting the kids stay up past their bedtime. 
Uh, dirty clothes on the floor, not such a big deal anymore. Phones at the dinner table. Look, man, you're always around. I need the phone to get out. It's the only escape I have. And then always putting the toilet seat down. Uh, oh. Apparently, moms haven't really been too hardcore about that one. So there you go. Some rule changes. Something's got to give in all this mess, right? Hey, you got to relax. Got to relax a little bit. Pick the important battles. Yeah, really, you got to. Uh, also, people are wearing more comfortable clothes. I don't know, obviously. Yeah. Uh, half of people say they now own more relaxed clothes than ever before. And one in six people, according to a recent survey, say they dress uh, way significantly uh, different than they uh-huh. have uh, before because of, look, man, we just want to be comfortable. We don't want to have to get dressed up anymore. For what? What yeah. are we getting dressed up for? Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.